0: Welcome back and thanks for tuning in to episode 13 of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. I'm Nick Shields and today you'll hear myself and Ruben Barrick, co-founders of shieldlessmag.com. We're speaking with our good friend, Dave McKinney. Dave currently resides in Santa Cruz, California where he works as the cut and sew apparel developer for NHS distribution. We check in with Dave and his family to see how they're holding up during these crazy times as well as get his perspective from within one of skateboarding's largest and longest running companies. We also reminisce about our good friend Shockus and just shoot the shit about current state of affairs in the world. We hope you enjoyed the episode and if you do, make sure to share it on Instagram and tag at shieldlessmag. Cheers. Now it's a quarantine call from your buddy's mittin' room at that bed, chillin' smack, oh yeah, oh yeah I'm Gonna talk about, about talk about skateboarding, talk about toilet paper holding, and
1: talk about workin' from home but in and gettin' hard and cornin' mm-hmm. and standin' and washin' your hands, it's a quarantine call Welcome back to another episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Snag. My name is Nick Shields, co-founder of ShieldlessSnag.com. As always, got the other co-founder, Shieldless Snag, Ruben Barrick. What's up, Ruben?
2: What's going on, everybody? Good to be hey. here, as always.
1: Do you want to introduce our guest tonight?
2: Um, I've introduced the last few guests. Why don't you take
1: this one, Nicholas? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, on the phone with us we got Mr. Dave McKinney uh, Yeah, what up Dave, how you doing? Good, can't complain
3: we calling the you Dave
2: <laughs>
3: What's funny is up here I'm Dave, right? Since I moved You're... to Santa Cruz everyone calls me Dave But down south no one knows that's <laughs> my name but Yeah, dude, I didn't <laughs> know
1: that for the longest time I think I think until we recorded your episode of Skaters Doing Things I probably didn't even know it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, this just always been McKinney to to me since I was like twelve years old. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's same. pretty much what
3: I'm used to. I mean, I think at one at one point there were like three or four Daves in our crew, so everyone <laughs> had to learn the last name. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Oh yeah, because you got Coin and
1: and Fri- Mayhew. Mayhew, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. There <laughs> there are a couple. Uh, Dave Dave Fry.
1: Damn, there is a few yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we, for those of you listening, um, Ruben and I grew up, uh, skating with McKinney at OB Park, aka Sharkers Park. And he, uh, yeah, he's been in the skate industry for a long time and he's ran his own business and worked for some major companies. And, uh, what is your current, uh, occupation, McKinney?
3: So currently, um, cut and sew apparel development and, uh, technical for NHS. So I do indie, creature, and Santa Cruz specifically. I do all the men's apparel, headwear, and accessories, as well as develop them. And then also do the specs, which is like the measurements, kind of the grading behind the fits. Wow. That's crazy, man. That sounds fucking dope. (laughs) It's it's definitely a dream job, right? Like growing up in the border, like, Especially in my generation, like those brands are so iconic at NHS to like be able to have those logos and be like just working with those on my screen still trips me out to this day. I mean, I've only been there I'm coming up on like nine months or something, but it's trippy to have those indie crosses and those things on my screen. That's yeah. Sure. So, are you designing
1: graphics, or are you just like putting them on, uh, like
3: clothing, or how are? Yes. So I don't actually do the graphics themselves. So what I do is we have graphic designers for each of the brands and I work with those guys, brand managers and creative directors. And then what I do is I actually design like the jackets, the pants, the, you know, the custom knits, the sweatshirts, all the custom stuff that those logos get applied to. Uh, and then the, I work yeah. with the fact, you know, Yeah, yeah. I do more of the, the, not, not anything that's just like printed locally at a screen print or anything like that. I actually do it if everything is custom from the ground up. Wow, that's dope! Right, so you're so actually do, yeah. like, piecing together the units that the logos go on to. Totally, like some, you know designing the fit of the jacket, the materials of the jacket, all the way down to the zippers, the stitch colors, size and placement of logos, all that stuff.
1: Wow, that's awesome, man! And yeah, we, yeah, I. That's point. Go ahead, Reeves, Did you have a question?
2: Oh, I was just gonna ask if you also had a hand in designing lookbooks as well for like future lines and seasons. As far as that's concerned,
3: I mean, we, the way it works, it's, it's definitely like a communal thing where we, for each particular brand, like so, I'll meet with like the crew from Indie, and we'll decide like a theme for the season. But mm-hmm. we, like you know, if it's gonna be like road trip is the theme for the season, so that'll help me direct. Like, am I gonna design like a portable grill as the accessory, or like something kind of <laughs> cool to take along? So, but um. I don't do the lookbooks themselves, but, you know, some, we all sit together and kind of concentrate on a theme, which allows those guys to like develop like, you know, graphics in that vein. And then for me to kind of tailor the custom pieces in the same vein. Word. That's rad. Yeah. Um, It's fun. It's fun.
1: Random question real quick. You're from San Jose, right?
3: No, actually I'm, I mean, I grew up up in Japan until I was in high school.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's
3: right. Yeah. And then I came to San Diego uh, and then I was there All the way until The move up to Santa Cruz Just recently Oh shit Yeah So You yeah. know How does like
1: How does a, a skateboarder Like Your Your skater kid Skate rap Become An apparel designer Like <laughs> <laughs>
2: Honestly how, it was... Like
1: How does that Even happen Cause in my mind I'm like I don't even know Where that would Start
3: Totally and I mean it kind of sounds bad, but I knew that I was was never going to be a pro skater. Like in my crew, there were guys that were just phenomenal, right? And I always knew that I was like, I was good enough to be on flow and get products from people, but I never made it to like AM status or anyone advertised my name or anything. So skateboarding was never my plan A. I loved skateboarding. I knew I wanted to work in and I knew that I loved art. I always loved art. So when I enrolled in college, I actually thought I was going to be a painter. I was like an oil painting major which sounds ridiculous, but I was lucky enough <laughs> to meet someone. Yeah. And I don't know how I thought I was going to make money doing that, but I was lucky enough to meet an older guy that was a graphic design major at San Diego State, and he kind of became my mentor. And he was kind of showing me, he's like, dude, you could work in skateboarding. You can do everything from the graphics to lay the catalogs out to shoot the photography, like all that. And I didn't really comprehend that until I met him, like, this is how you lay a catalog out. So he was like my mentor for the last two years of my college. So... I kind of owe him, and then when I graduated college, I graduated the graphic design degree, so I went straight to work for a design company. Luckily mm-hmm. for me, I speak Japanese. Yeah, so this Japanese company, I started doing like T-shirt graphics and things like that for them, and then they realized that I wanted to design clothing. So basically, I tagged along with this Japanese clothing designer for four years, three years, and I was just like his assistant. I did everything he asked, and along the way, he taught me. He took me to China, worked with the factories. Like he taught me all these ins and outs. So that's kind of I. Basically, went to school for design, but not apparel design, and then learned that along the way, which was great. And But it's without, sick. you know, skateboarding gives you that mentality, right? Mm-hmm. That you can do anything. Yeah, kind of. Like, it's, especially if you've seen
1: other people do it, you're like, oh, it's possible. Then that means uh, I could do it if
3: I work hard. Yeah, it's that perseverance. It teaches mm-hmm. perseverance, right? Like, what other, what other activity do you have to, like, Fail 200 times to make it once You know what I mean? Failure is so ingrained in us And it's it's like it just rolls off our back it, Yeah, I feel like skaters have A different outlook on life like that We're just not afraid to fail because we're so Used to it mm-hmm. Yeah dude, that's sick That's such a unique
1: ex- experience And I know you told us that When we were filming your skaters doing things But well, I didn't get to use All all of it in the video So Yeah, um, I was really Really I'm fortunate that's sweet. Um, let's bring it back a little bit um, to just, like, right now. How how are you holding up through all
3: this quarantine pandemic craziness? Wow. Uh, definitely something super unpredictable, right? Like, no one could have guessed this. Like, our world will never be the same after this. Like, mm-hmm. if you would have, you couldn't have written a script as crazy as it is now. But <laughs> um, we're super fortunate at NHS. Like, we're privately owned. Like a lot of the other Mm -hmm. big skate companies aren't privately owned. So they have all these stockholders and all this craziness to answer to. But we're one of the few companies that are still privately owned. So we've been, they've been taking great care of us. So as far as us, like it's just work from home. They literally Mm -hmm. delivered my office to my house, my computer, all my desk, everything. So, you know, I'm just set up at my house right now. So it's business as usual for us, just normal eight hour day, but you know, everyone's experience is a little different. I'm still working full-time. My wife is still working full-time. And I have my daughter here because their schools are closed. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty hectic for me because during the day, you know, pretty much eight hours a day I'm watching my kid plus trying to put in a normal work day. Mm-hmm. I can be a little hectic chasing a five-year-old. Well, tomorrow's five. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> happy birthday. Oh, nice. happy
2: early birthday.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's super weird to think that I have a five-year-old, but, yeah. <laughs> got a bunch of stuff planned. <laughs> it's different during quarantine, right? She can barely have a birthday
2: party.
1: Yeah, you gotta Skype all her uh, pre or kindergarten friends or whatever grade she's in.
2: Yeah, preschool right now. Zoom meeting birthday. Zoom meeting tea party. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: how they. What's crazy is that's how they do it now. Like she goes to Zoom yeah. class like once a, once a day for an hour. Four to five. She meets with her teachers, they have all the other kids on the street and they do their you know, they have digital homework every night, even at pre K. It's crazy. So much more advanced. I I wonder what how that'll affect them like
1: growing up, being like, Oh, when I was a kid this thing happened where I had to sky
3: like zoom my teachers and like it's gonna be so crazy. I'm pretty lucky. Mine's still pretty young, so the interaction with like School is still pretty limited, but some of my friends have older kids. And, you know, when you're older, there's a lot of interaction. There's a lot of homework to be yeah. turned in, assignments to be checked off. So yeah. I definitely have it a little easier. But, yeah, like, <laughs> the NHS has just been super great. I mean, they sent us all masks. Like, we're we're still going into the office if we absolutely have to, but there's huge precautions. Um yeah. Santa Cruz is a little bit different. It seems like San Diego it's a little more hectic than it is up here. Like, we never had, like, shortages of things or anything like that. Yeah. You know, you still have to, like, wait an hour to go through, like, a Costco line or something like that. But Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it a it's a Yeah, yeah, we're really lucky up here. We're kind of like, Me, Ruben, you know. <laughs> it's it's oh, almost yeah. like isolated.
2: Yeah, it's like an island almost. Yeah, it is. There's one way in, one way out, man, no matter which direction you're coming from, so, you know.
3: Yeah, my lady gets seasick, so we don't go that way. I mean, car <laughs> sick, so we don't go that way. We, we, we just stay, we just stay here.
2: We're yeah, super fortunate yeah. that
3: we moved literally like the day before they shut everything down up here. We moved into yeah, a new really spot. So that's super lucky. And it's three stories. It's giant, right? Beautiful, like, patio and balcony and so ton more, double the space we had before. So we got lucky. We moved the day before everything shut down. Gene, oh congrats, man. Great timing, dude. Yeah. Wow.
2: Good, phenomenal you, timing. Are you more on, like, the east side of uh, SC, like, near Aptos, or which uh, area are you in?
3: Exactly. I'm off SoCal and Dover. So, you remember where the Silver Spur breakfast spot is? Yeah. Or or 40, I'm, like, basically one exit from 41st on the oh, on yeah. the
2: right. east side. Okay. Yeah, so a rad little, right. like,
3: three-story condo, like. Backyard is like a like a green belt, so there's no neighbors behind us.
2: But yeah. uh, you can't uh, skate
3: because it's like a weird complex. I can't even skate flat now, so it's killing me. Oh Damn! How far are
1: you? <laughs> I mean yeah. the skate parks are closed or whatever, but uh, right now. But how far are you from that uh, park oh. um, with the full pipe?
3: Uh, Mike Fox, I'm probably like ten, fifteen minutes tops. But I'm closest to Capitola, which is great, and then the new ones too. Oh, sweet. I if the it's new part is fun. Capital is more it's like, it's got, yeah, the new one's fun. you love it, but it's got all these weird little bumps and, like, transfers. And We got, like, a little private NHS session before they opened it because Novak was actually part of the funding for that. Oh,
2: shit.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah. That I think like, using ours. Uh,
1: you've been using what?
3: I've been using our little facility, too, when I have to. Like, we have one at NHS that we still have access to. A little uh, some ramps Just, or something? Yeah, it's like a couple quarter pipes and a little wall ride. Sick. Yeah, I saw you skating on uh, the yeah. curbs the other day. Yeah, I needed that. Just stuck here at the house for, like, what is this, week six or something for us? So yeah. That's only, like, yeah, that's, that's at a school, like, less than a mile from, or a mile and a half from my house. I just uh, I saw that on someone's Instagram at work and hit him up. I'm like, where are those curbs? <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> did you, how was that skate, skating curves by yourself? It's weird. I mean, you know, curbs take some aggression, so I mean, it's fine. But <laughs> like, you want someone there to skate with you to kind of feed off. So yeah, there I've been to- there were a couple kids there, but they they weren't skaters. Mm-hmm. They I asked them for wax, and they had like a bar of surf wax. <laughs> Perfect I'm going to make that shit Yeah I'm just going to make it worse <laughs> I've,
1: I've been skating a bunch of curbs Since uh, the shutdown too because like Usually I, I just go to the skate park Because there's so many of them and like It's easy you know But like since I like, I'm not going to skate parks I've just been Hitting all the curb spots and the little DIY Spots and stuff I've learned a bunch of new yeah. tricks is just one of the benefits of this whole
3: thing (laughs) it must be be hard down there ruben because you have all the street spots that are basically open right now right but you're supposed to be social distancing so what do you do there's all these like dream spots that are suddenly skatable right
2: yeah oh it's been rough man yeah i I haven't like hit the streets in over like it's been two months i like went out for the first time yesterday with some homies that were like also been quarantining and social distancing so i was like all right like since i had spent some time and i figured it was safe to just like go catch one session i did but yeah i mean even for that we like ended up going out of town for a bit and haven't like checked out any of the other spots as well and it was also raining for weeks on end on top of that too so it was was definitely insult to injury man it was it's it's been tough but just happy that the warmer weather's coming in now, and just trying to wait it out, and hopefully be able to get back out there again soon. I heard a lot of feel like a... Oh,
1: go, go ahead. ahead, McKinney. Yeah, go good.
2: I was gonna say, is it is? Are you guys still pretty
3: much on lockdown out there? Because they're they've opened up a lot of stuff in Santa Cruz, but not the skate parks yet. Yeah, um,
2: all the skate parks in San Diego are still closed. I mean, I've seen clips of people like still like. Sneaking into Shaka's Park just to cruise around, but yeah, I mean, I know other friends that tried to skate there and almost got thousand dollar tickets. Like, so there's people wow. guarding off the park, yeah, <laughs> like guarding off the park, and they weren't able to uh, enter at all. Uh, but I heard that they're gonna open up some of the beaches tomorrow, uh, so people will be able to surf and swim. But you're not allowed to like park on Sunset Cliffs and leave your car there. Like, all the lots are still shut down as well. So. It's yeah. um, Things are things are slowly but surely getting there, but yeah, everything is still pretty much on lockdown. And I've been working from home too, so yeah, it's it's interesting then.
1: Yeah, you you would think that all the you're like, oh, it's like free range skate spots are open, but I from what I hear from like you, Ruben, and like talking to Lefty and like uh, people's Instagrams is like people are still getting kicked out pretty frequently. From yeah, security
3: guards
1: are still working <laughs> Yeah, I don't know oh, I mean, yeah. I guess schools are probably a, a, More of a go I would think, there's less people at schoolyards And stuff, but it sounds like All yeah. the other spots are pretty Still kind of a bust Yeah,
2: yeah. We went, I've definitely seen we more schools lately Yeah yeah. Sk- skating yesterday, we got kicked out It was like 3 out of 5 spots Interactions with security guards oh, and their cops Yeah, that was yeah. like I mean, that's even, I was like, well, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe we should just wait a little longer. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> sure, <to>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure cops too, like, if there's less people out, they got, like, you catch their eye easier, like, skating, especially if you have, like, a few dudes. And so,
3: maybe they I feel like they were out on, in force too. On the I feel prowl. like in Santa Cruz, we're seeing them. We see them a lot more right now, but like out in force. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you're out driving around, you're probably gonna end up with one behind you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't even see many cops really. Like I've been skating, uh, just like parking lots and and schools and stuff. But like I haven't had any issues um, up here in Portland. But you I mean, know, scary times.
3: I, did you guys yeah. see that Josh Stewart thing? Where he got COVID nineteen and he did like a whole little interview and talked about it. I heard I heard about it. I didn't
1: um read the whole thing but yeah, I I have heard a lot of people talking about that and um yeah. like he didn't get tested for it but he was like pretty like
3: ninety yeah. percent sure that he had it.
1: Oh was he, crazy.
3: Times, like, that, he yeah, he talks about like he almost thought like there were times he might die, like she'd go to the hospital now, like uh, Oh wow. Yeah, One of those
2: things like oh. people don't
3: take it serious. It's yeah. on Jankum. And then it's off the batteries of Atlantis blog Is I think the original link Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah it's crazy I was waiting for it to see Like what How it would make its way into the skateboard world
2: But for the
1: most part I mean That's like the only one really I mean besides if there's just like Some random skaters out there That I'm sure have been affected by
3: it Um directly But uh Friends, parents, like one of my friend's parents passed away from it Like some like yeah. random things Like people like that but like no other Like in skateboarding I don't think My, my I
1: told in this Earlier today but like my Theory is that skateboarders Immune systems are so Boosted from just like being in the Streets and like falling in the gutters And shit Yeah, that that's that. yeah maybe we're like A little less susceptible to Airborne illnesses Like that I don't know but that's just, I see that. i'm I, i'm not a doctor or <laughs> or a doctor Dr. don't don't listen to me but that's my theory. doctor shield doctor shield it. <laughs> um so uh it sounds like you have your hands full with with a uh, five-year-old and, and working from home but have you found any extra free time in all of this to do anything that you might not have been able to do otherwise, or it just been pretty jam-packed? It's pretty jam-packed,
3: but in the weekends, you know, my lady's here, so she takes the kid most of the time and lets me, like, breathe. Yes. So mm-hmm. usually I can get some kind of skating in or something, but uh, waiting for these stores to open back up, because I don't have my fishing license for the season yet, for this year. So I'm kind uh, of looking forward nice. to getting back out there and fishing right now. So. I'm kind of sad that I can't be out there. Yeah, um,
1: that, that would be a good pastime
3: right now. Yeah, Lily and them all do a contest. and uh oh, they compete every year. There's all these different things, and it's like types of fish, types of lures, like how many fish you catch. So I wasn't in it last year because I moved up too late. Because that's who I was living with when I first moved up. It was, I didn't find a place in Santa Cruz. So staying with Lily in San Jose and just making the drive over the hill for like the first six or eight weeks. And so he got me, like, heavily into fishing. Like, that's, like, all we did. Fishing, skate. Louis Barletta? Yeah, yeah, Louis. Oh, uh, sick. And he he's just obsessed with it, too. So we've just, like, he's got me obsessed. And
2: it's <laughs> super
3: sad that they just sent me some photos yesterday of our, like, local spot that we normally fish. And it's just dried out right now.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Look,
3: looking, for a new, looking for a new spot. But, yeah, I can't get out there until I get my license. They're pretty strict. Around yeah, there. that that's what I
1: heard about Santa Cruz, for sure. Yeah, so, I mean,
3: that I was hoping to do that. But, yeah, I mean, she's good at kind of taking over when she gets home. So I do have, like, a couple of hours of, like, whatever I want to do, catch up on videos. I mean, my screen time is up ridiculous, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all of us. I've been watching
1: old videos and, and shit, just, like, whatever pops yeah. up on my feed.
3: Yeah, just yeah. rabbit hole.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's funny you mentioned. Yeah, that's interesting. You're talking about Louie too. I've been watching all their old videos and like when we had that conversation with Matt Evans, I went back and watched uh Jaded, that old thrasher vid. I don't know if you guys have yeah. seen that one, but yeah, <laughs> classic. It's so good. That's right.
3: The old ones are good. I, I'm definitely partial to the older ones just because. Yeah. They held, like, a different kind of feeling when I was young. I mean, you guys were part of that, too. Like, you'd wait. You, The video would be advertised for a year or whatever, right? And you'd, you'd build up all this anticipation. You'd see little clips here and there, and then you'd go to a premiere, and it'd be, like, this big event. I feel like we yeah. just don't have that as much these days, you know? And then you would yeah. watch that video over it. Like, I would wear things out. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because now you kind of watch some, like, even if it's a full video, it comes out, and then, like, and then you watch it once and then, and then it's, it's buried under like five more videos the next day. And you like don't really think to like go back and watch it because you're like constantly seeing new content come out. So I try to like go back and rewatch like videos, uh, that came out like even a couple months ago and be like, Oh, I miss I only watched this that one time. I missed so much shit.
3: Yeah. They truly get buried. Yeah.
1: There's so Did much you, con-
3: there's so much content. What are some of your like go to classic skate videos? Wow. I'm a, I'm a sucker for like any old trans world video, like feedback, cinema for like all those older ones. Mm-hmm. Like because that's kind of my era, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, nowadays it's it's different. I mean I guess I don't really gravitate towards like one like a video that's come out of it you know, like mm-hmm. I identify with, but definitely those older ones. I think trans old videos will always hold like a special place in my heart. I don't know why. I think there's so much back in the day. So, yeah. I think like feedback, probably that, like that era. Uno, mm-hmm. cinematographer, like that, kind of like mid, early to mid 90s era. That's dope. Yeah, I wanted to. I thought it'd be cool. Um,
1: I guess whoever's listening to this, you can steal this idea if you want, but I was like, That'd be red if to like go back and rewatch every Transworld video, like and like rate them, like one through twenty six or however many there are. But <laughs> yeah, be very time consuming. But I guess now's the time to do it.
3: <laughs> I mean, what's the official last one? Duet.
1: Yeah, I think that.
3: Yeah. I, uh, the official last one. Yeah, that one. I mean, that one did. I, I don't know. That one didn't Ooh. feel as. Trans worldy to me. It was as a Dickie's video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely curated. But I think he even says that. I think I think that T- TM actually says that in like an interview or something like well, yeah, kind of that. Feature his dude. And, you know? Yeah. I mean,
1: go for it. He's the TM of Dickie's and he's the filmer and he put his crew in the video. That's fucking why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. That's his marketing. Yeah. yeah.
3: They all I mean, and- I'm, I'm down. You know for sure. And he, Vincent Alvarez, was just great. That's true. Yeah, I watched this.
1: Um, <laughs> this is one of a good example of like one of those random videos that pops up in my feed. But I watched uh, one of the Beauty Beauty and the Beast tours from like 2009, and there was like a young Vincent Alvarez in it, and I was like, damn dude, that dude just been killing it forever. He's got such a unique style.
3: Yeah, it sticks out. It's kind of a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, has, yeah. Like everyone being so good it makes you even more like stand up even more.
2: He
1: he just got it in Instagram like last week.
2: <laughs> oh no way.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so does that make that makes West the last holdout? I think so, yeah.
2: That's why that's uh, why the theme for his part was just hashtag Wes Kramer because that's the only way people <laughs> are gonna see the footy pop up on the beat. He can't listen, yeah. But I
3: like how he had to drop it on four twenty.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, dude. <laughs> Wes is like most fried dude, so he's gotta <laughs> he's gotta do that, huh. that. That part was so sick, though. I mean, dude, he's he just turned thirty and he's still. Like, not that 30 is old, but it's, like, you know, he's been killing it since he was, like, 13, and he's still, like, jumping over rails and fucking destroying it. It's yeah, hasn't lost so that, that's for sure. And, you know, a lot of dudes around his age right now in skateboarding are, like, are like on, like, the health tip and be- getting sober and, like, <laughs> you know, posting recipes <laughs> on their Instagram stories, and he's just like, "No, are going to? I'm going to smoke this slip and fucking <laughs> drink this beer and fucking crunch that slip, 85-0-whatever is in my pack.
3: It's, yeah. It's fucking dope. It somehow works <laughs> for him. So Yeah. It's work. It's working. Whatever he's doing, it's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure
1: you probably have known him for a really long time. From he was better friends with, like,
3: and them. I- yeah, but, like, you know, I definitely know a lot of those dudes. I mean, mostly for me, it's, like, Dan and some of the older guys. But, yeah, I mean, those guys are, I mean, make me proud to be from San Diego, you know, that whole crew.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Took us a uh, long time to climb out from the storm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the storm, the video, the storm?
3: Yeah, it was, like, a decade for us to recover from that thing. And then they did the aftermath one, <laughs> and kind it's of back a couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank God for those, that generation. <laughs> what was um,
1: uh, just to so go back real quick? So what you said you knew you weren't going to be pro. But you, I mean, what was like the the turning point? Did you always think that, or was there a certain point where you're like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to follow
3: the sponsored skateboarder route? I think maybe the day I met Dave Coyne <laughs> and I skated and I skated with him. uh uh-huh. So so when I was in college I had this mini ramp in my garage. One side was like a little four foot quarter pipe and we had open rafters and the other side went to the ceiling, so you could actually skate it and carve it. And randomly at like like seven thirty on a weekday, this someone knocks on my door and I open it and it's little Dave Coyne dressed in the like most giant gear ever, like extra large everything, and he's like extra small.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a so small, anything.
3: guy. Yeah, I never met him. This first time he just knocks on the door asks me to skate my ramp. And it's like 7.30 in the morning. And I'm like, fuck, I'll go with you. Like, we'll just mess around. <laughs> and he drops in and literally just destroyed it. And kind of new from then. But I don't think it was ever my goal. you know what I mean? Like, it, it was a little mm-hmm. bit different in my generation. Like, the pros were so iconic. It was like, for me, it was like Eric Hoffman and Carroll and Howard and these dudes. So it was like, they were so... I don't even know. They were like on such a different level in our heads. Yeah, and it was kind of never. It was never in my head that I would even try to go pro. Mm-hmm. And then even just the crew that I became friends with when Shaka's moved down here, and I met him, and that whole crew formed. That was Bill Cyrus era. So it was like Scott Bizzell, Chad Knight, Dave Mayhew, oof, Tyrone Olson, like all those guys, you know. And Dave Coyne. That was like when Maple was around and stuff, so like. I was just kind of like part of the fringe of that crew. So watching those guys skate every day, like there was no way I was skating on that level. And I was yeah. also going to college at the same time, right? Like mm-hmm. I was kind of skating and partying with these guys, but I was still managing to make my classes and pass on my classes and kind of handle that side. Were, you,
1: were, so are, our, were your other skate friends going to college at all?
3: I lived with my buddy, Eric that I started skating with since we were kids. Like we grew up and our families were friends. So we literally like moved around the world together. Yeah, like Eric was the only one and he wasn't really like interested in skateboarding at all on that level. Mm -hmm. So I don't think anyone else was going to college. Those guys, we all lived in the same apartment complex called Glen Ridge, but we called it Ghetto Ridge. And there was like (laughs) probably maybe, maybe 10 apartments occupied by skaters Mm -hmm. out of like 40. And the other 30 were college kids. So Mm -hmm. it would be nuts. I mean, it was like, (laughs) (laughs) but we actually, yeah. We actually made house video from there, too. Sick. Yeah. What were you going to say, Ruben?
2: Uh, I was just going to say when worlds collide. It's not a, not a bad spot to be in, for sure, given the time. No. That was almost like living in the dorms, but not, right? Like, everybody had their own apartment. But it was
3: mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Yeah. On a, mm-hmm. on a Friday and a Saturday night, like, doors would just be left open. You just wander from house to house.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's the classic college apartment move.
1: Was it, like, were no. you ever, like, fuck, my friends are going out skating today and I got to, like, go to class and do this college shit?
3: Oh, yeah, all the time.
1: <laughs> that's what I would think. So, like, props to you for sticking through it.
3: Yeah, I know it was hard. Trust me, like, those guys would sleep until, like, noon, you know. I'd be. The thing was, it, I mean, Ruben, you know, you can schedule your classes if you concentrate them on just a couple of days a week. So, really, you can have a lot of free time. You can do, you know, majority of your classes on two days a week. Yeah, that's true. Leaving, you know, five days a week to, like, skate and do whatever else you need to do. I also worked when I was in college, too. So, that was one more little thing tacked on. (laughs) Being grown up in Japan,
1: what did your parents think of skateboarding? Was it just, like, a toy? Um,
3: Well, I grew up as a military kid. So, my dad's, like, my dad's from Ohio. And he met my mom over Uh there. But it was, for us, they just built us a skate park growing up. And this was amazing. Sick. That's <laughs> because awesome. the military, the military like, give they want things for the kids to do. And you're, like, locked on this military base in the middle of Japan. So you can't mm-hmm. leave the gate. You have to stay in your military base. You have a school on there, all your normal stuff. So they'd always built us a skate park growing up. So I grew up with, like, a vert ramp and then, like, a little super smooth, I guess it was a roller skate rink type thing that we would fill with ramps. Mhm. So That's really, right. really lucky. It had, yeah, that stadium lights that we controlled. <laughs> what? <laughs> what?
2: Yeah. That's so you so could cool. skate at
3: any time you want. Yeah, no shadows because those stadium lights <laughs> four directions. Good. So I mean, the, damn. There. Where was the base station in Japan? Mine was called Atsugi, and it was in Yokohama. But every okay. military base had a diff, had a different skate park. What? What? Oh that's that did you Yeah. That's rad. So every was time it we the military they were oh, using yeah. a vert ramp and then like some quarter pipes that led into some smooth cement and then it was up to whatever yeah. locals to build like the jump ramps or the quarter pipes, the smaller. Oh, okay. It was a it was the jump ramp days. You would drop in on a eight foot quarter pipe and put a jump ramp at the bottom. It <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. Yeah.
1: Rubber knees. I skated a jump ramp the other day. <laughs> <laughs> there was one in the parking lot that some skaters had brought over and I was like, man, I, I, I really missed my, my jump ramp era. So I tried some early grabs off of it and I was like, sick. Yeah, I got a couple of those in. But I don't understand like, yeah, how people do like Judas and 360s and shit off of jump ramps. It blows my mind. Oh, man, we should
3: spend hours. That's just what we would
1: do. (laughs) Yeah. It takes such a toll on your body when you're older, just like flying into the air straight to flat.
3: Oh, you guys wait till you're my age. (laughs) 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 I just ordered ordered one. Let's see. Oh, man, I'm going to be 45 in like two weeks. Yeah. How crazy is that? I ordered one of those. uh, What are those? massage guns so keep a wrapping oh, yeah. one of those today <laughs> dude those look awesome <laughs> I want to get one of those what those
2: like I have been Terrigans looking online or
3: exactly yeah I got one of those but a different brand I've been looking around kind of like reading the reviews I finally pulled the trigger yeah. today hey, you're
1: about to pull the trigger on the gun too
3: yeah oh, no, those legs all
1: shaking up keep it under your yeah. desk when, when you go back to work <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's the only way You can skate curbs By yourself
2: Legs warmed
3: up man Yeah
2: dude
1: uh, Is it, That's a and of... of... do, uh, do you do that Before the session Or after the session
3: I think like, you do like do when... both, Right I think it's the yeah. kind of it up
1: uh, Okay I thought I was thinking about Like getting sore Like doing it Like the day after Skating or something Or I wasn't sure How What the recommended Usage was I think okay, the theory
3: is it, it. like, helps you release all that built-up acid, lactic acid in your muscles.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
3: Re- so when you, you work it? full-time, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get, especially a death job, you get, it, that shit will build up quick. Oh, yeah. Rubes, do you have a question you are going to ask? Sorry.
2: Oh, no, it's all good. Um I was just going to say, speaking of curbs, have you learned like any other slappies or any other variations from other slappies you've been doing? No,
3: what's funny is like, I haven't found a really good curb yet up here.
2: I've been asking mm-hmm. around. It's
3: just, Ruben, do you think it's weird here that there isn't much like of a, am I crazy? There's not much of a street skating scene. Like I don't see like a lot of spots that are like waxed it up is? or I see spots that they're not skated. It's yeah.
2: Weird. It's, it's spots are really uh cutty in santa cruz like a lot of them mainly are up on campus like they definitely have a lot there uh and there may even be some that have like been knocked now up there um so yeah i mean like a lot of the stuff that goes down you'd either have to go there and then there was you know the dead board ditch that was up off of highway one but like that got demolished and so that's not really a go anymore I mean yeah there, there's stuff around but it's it's really hard you kind of have to like go exploring and like check all the other towns like random little stuff and like app talks or things of that nature but yeah it's it's definitely uh you, you got to be on the lookout and you know find ways to get creative for sure because uh, yeah they're hard to come by and like in santa cruz proper yeah i've been i've been driving around
3: just I'll just go in every little nook and cranny, like the industrial areas by my house, to try to find curbs. And finally, I saw someone from work skate those curbs that I was skating yesterday. And I just hit them up and went, like, "Tell me what yeah. those are. I need those." <laughs> are, <laughs> those do are the you best ones so far. Do you guys um, prefer
1: double-sided curbs or like the curbs with like the deck or like the sidewalk behind it?
3: <laughs> hmm. What about you, Ruben?
2: Uh, I think- can I have both. <laughs> yeah i want both yeah i guess to be able to spot with both yeah yeah i say that's the ideal situation like i would probably want a double-sided curb if i was going to try like make a slappy crook first and then maybe a curb with a deck to do like you know front side slappy or just like you know like slappy front smith after that and try and weave in and out from there but yeah, yeah.
3: I, yeah, I, I mean, they both both have their cons and pros, right? The pros and cons. Yeah. If
1: if I'm just doing, like, straight frontside or backside slappy, like, 50-50s, I would want the sidewalk behind it. But obviously, if you want to do, like, a feeble or a board slide, it's got to be somewhat double-sided.
3: Yeah. I mean, you could definitely uh, do, like, deck lips, lip slides and stuff, like... I'm not on that level yet. <laughs>
1: you start waxing <laughs> on the top of the sidewalk and shit.
3: Yeah, that's... I mean, it's... If I had to have one or the other, I'd actually probably have the decked one because I like those lip slides, like back yeah. and front lip slides, like that, like oh. nollie back L- lip slides.
1: You're the lip slide king, man.
2: <laughs> <You're>. <laughs> exactly. You've that. Um,
3: yeah. Yeah. I've exactly. had to give that trick up. It's pretty sad. I just last uh, too many sets of wheels. <laughs> so uh, <Really? laughs> It's been a really hard transition for me, like coming off of the Formula Fours. And and just looking at NHS and
1: like trying to find my, my,
3: my formula, you know? (laughs) "Uh, Okay. Can
2: we uh, harden these
3: up a little bit? No, you don't understand. Like the first couple weeks I was there, I think I would gone through like six or seven sets. They would just keep giving me different (laughs) things to try out. And I would just literally like take it to lunch and come back with a flat spot. Uh It's just (laughs) weird. So finally, You, you should be the QC guy there. Well, what it is, everyone skates different. Unfortunately for me, like I like rolling lip sides, and that you always end up uh-huh. decking that wheel, and it just blasts off the shit out of it. But I ended up skating some one hundred and three, like prototype riptos, and those were good. Yeah. But then I found the OJ, the OJ elites, uh, and those have been my favorite wheel. Like now, I'm like, all right, now I have a wheel that I like. I'm super psyched on.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I, but, I've never yeah.
1: skated riptos. It seems like such like a random company, but. Mm-hmm. Are they yeah,
3: um, I like them. I mean, I like the ones that I skated, but unfortunately, like for what I do, it's just not yeah. gonna work, right? So mm-hmm. I think the OJs, the shapes of them and everything, that ended up being the best. I mean, you know, but yeah. everyone has their preferences. I just it's adjust mar- your tricks. Yeah, you gotta adjust.
1: I guess it's all marketing too. Like I think a brand, um, the branding of OJ is really good. Uh, like mm-hmm. appeals appeals to me Whereas like the branding of Richter Is like a l- little more Like little kiddish Maybe I don't know But
3: um, yeah, yeah I, something I Go down that Yeah I mean we're pretty fortunate that we have like a Pretty diverse group of brands in house mm-hmm. Like super core Like an indie to like You know to like a Richter all the way to like a, You know to a Santa Cruz so yeah. It's interesting, even for me in the design perspective You know, I have to design these very Distinct lines that are very Different, like Santa Cruz, the clothing Line is very different than Indy Which is very different than Creature, you know it's mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Yeah, how What's it like working in a place with So much history and depth?
3: Oh man, I think the first couple of weeks I just Wandered around and, and, I mean, you guys saw my Stories, they were just like constant photos oh. Of like what we've been, the environment You work in but, I mean, you almost get, like, not jaded, but you just get so used to seeing these amazing things every day that it's just, it, you know, you get used to it. Like, I walk by the museum every day that I, I look down into it on my way to work. So it's one of those Shit. things that, like, you know, the kid in me, is just, it was nothing. I mean, my first, my interview, when I when they flew me up for my interview, I got a tour of the museum from Jeff Tendall and it just, like, blew my mind. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like, the little kid in me is, like, this is Jeff Tyndall giving me a tour of the NHS oh. museum. This is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: what is sick. Do you have, like, a favorite piece inside that museum? Like, one thing, one it's item where you're like, museum. I can't believe
3: this is in here. Or it, that's I mean, just like I'm just... Parkson. I'm such a Grosso fan and just indie in general and, like, their connection and, like, all those original Grosso boards that in the artwork in the museum. Yeah. That stuff just blows my mind.
1: Yeah, how was that when you found out that
3: he had passed recently? That was horrible. I mean, not just being a fan, but, like, skateboarding kind of needed him to, like, I don't know. He was just, like, this, how how do I even say it? Not a sounding word. What would you call it, Ruben? Like, a check? Like, he kept everybody in line. Like, it was almost like he had a shock. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I would characterize, I mean, I like to call, I would like to say Grasso is just a gatekeeper, you know, like he, he calls it like he, yeah, he calls it like he sees it, and that's, and that's actually interesting, too, I'm pretty sure today's his birthday, too, so, fucking, yeah, man, all right, all All right,
1: crazy, happy birthday, you're out there, did you ever meet him, McKinney?
3: I didn't. No, I didn't. Sometimes yeah, that's almost better not to. He just, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I think something about him reminded me of Shock is they have that same, they had that same attitude, like where it was like, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to tell you how I feel regardless of how what you think. And yeah. it's, it's just that kind of like stand up, like tough love that, like, I don't know, it was always so like an admiration right. of just because I'm not that way. hmm. Like, I love to speak you Don't do don't body
1: varials uh, Grab behind your leg or <laughs> all
2: the Oh, yeah.
3: Shaka could make me re film lines if, like, he hated inward heel flips, especially, especially <laughs> mine. <laughs> so a lot of times,
2: yeah,
3: I would, I would throw that in to, like, connect the line, you know, like a ledge line or something. And he would seriously just stop and be like, do it over. No, <laughs> no inward <gym>. heel <laughs> He said mine looked like pressure flips, so they were even worse.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and he, and ever, he was it a bit... Yeah,
3: McKinney? Yeah. I was gonna say, I literally had to refilm film Like, no joke. Like, dead serious. <laughs> one, one thing,
1: uh, I actually wanted to ask you, cause that, uh, that clip of Shock is recently surfaced on Instagram, and, uh, I was, I was, got me thinking. I was like, I wonder what Shagas would think of all this, like what's going on in the world right now.
3: he'd be having some sort of party, you know what I mean? He was
1: like,
2: he could make (laughs) the best of
3: any situation. Like, this, this would be nothing to him. Like, he'd be socially distancing and drinking and having fun with all his friends. Like, you could put that guy in the worst situation and he would make something great of it, you know? He was just like, I don't know, like he was never down. It was so weird. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never met someone like that. He was, it was good for me because he definitely kept me level. I mean, we were roommates for like almost 20 years. Yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. missed that dude in my life. Yeah, Mark Peralta,
1: RIP. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 yeah. I was just like, man, I I would love to sit down at the park and like have a conversation with Shaka right now, like just about all of this, or or call him up, you know, and have him on our podcast. Or something like that. he's definitely a voice I. I was talking yeah. about. That's yeah. Um you got anything language you you want to add to that?
2: Um, yeah, man. I mean I that just got me thinking about just the morning crew sessions as well at the park. I mean that's that's something I've been missing right now and like wishing we could all get together and do with shocks included as well. It's been it's definitely been tough like not being able to like see close homies and not having to, like, have those same experiences that we're used to, but yeah, definitely. Hopefully, things will just go back to normal soon enough, man. I don't know, yeah. man. If it's we'd gonna only be known, tough. Yeah, right? Yeah. If we'd only known those
3: were going to be the good good old days, you know what I mean? Like, we all take it for granted, but those are mm-hmm. like, when you look back at those morning sessions, they were so special. Especially now, not living here. Or not living there mm-hmm. and not being, like, a part of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I really miss that. Just like getting together every morning and skating with my friends.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, actually just reminded me of like, I was trying to think back to that time. And like, I think I was like 19 years old. Um, when did shark passed in 2014?
3: 2014.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So like 2013 and I was like 19 and I was working at a skate shop in OB. but I lived in Claremont and I would like ride my bike or whatever. Like, always made sure to stop by the park and skate before work. And like, that's when the morning sessions were and like, Shaka was there and you were there and everything. And like, damn, it's, it's such a sick time. And so like, yeah, it's important now. I mean, unfortunately it takes losing your people to have like uh, a gratitude to, you know, like enjoy being with your friends and talking to your friends and, That's why we're calling people up during quarantine to talk to them because we want to check in on people.
3: Yeah, no, for sure. I didn't even ask you guys how you guys are doing.
1: Oh, dude, we're, well, we've, we've been talking a lot about quarantine, so don't, (laughs) don't don't worry too much about that. But, uh, yeah, you can answer that first.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean. Appreciate you checking in, man. Yeah, no, everything's, everything's been doing pretty well. I'm also working from home as well and just trying to balance that right now, which, you know, super fortunate to have that opportunity and that's been awesome. And then also just trying to balance that because we have uh, my girlfriend's kids here during the week as well. So kind of like you were talking about earlier, it's you know, like eight-hour days filled with trying to make sure I'm getting stuff done on the computer, but also their spring break is going to be over and they're back to, you know, having Zoom classroom sessions that are going to start tomorrow, so got to make sure we're balancing. Yep, yep, so definitely just trying to adjust with that and then having all the animals in-house and, like, trying to take breaks, make sure they're fed, make sure the other you know, human animals are fed too and, (laughs) but yeah, man, just aside from that, just skating when I can and, like, just ready for this to be over soon and happy everybody uh, you know is healthy is you know happy and healthy and uh, we're doing well man despite everything that's going on
1: yeah I would say, like I'm fine I'm not working right now so it's been weird this like this past how, I don't even know what day it is or how many weeks it's been but <laughs> it's like I've, I've had plenty of time to skate because I don't really have any other responsibilities except for Doing this with these phone calls and and doing whatever and hanging out with the lady, but I think uh so. Like I'm, I'm trying to stay, stay positive and stay safe when I do go out. But there's definitely an aspect to it that like it's easy to to get down. And I've had some days where I'm just like, dude, this sucks. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, and and that's okay, you know. It's like the weird thing that's going on in the world right now. And so if you're feeling like Kind of stressed out about it once in a while, like, well, that's, that's okay too, but, just, to yeah, I think and, everyone's and make it that through,
2: boat, it. right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's everybody's just, yeah, just uncertainty it. is the craziest thing, right? That we just don't mm-hmm. know what tomorrow brings. That's the craziest yeah. thing for me.
1: Yeah, uh, and well, this, yeah, there's that, and like, I don't, I don't know for me, I guess working from home can do it, too, because it switches up your routine. But just not working may, makes me, like, want to reevaluate, like, my whole situation. And I'm like, do I even want to be, like, doing this job that I, you know, like, I've been doing? Like, I started thinking about, like, long-term stuff. Like, I don't know. It, it puts life into perspective where it's like, oh, man, this kind of shit goes on. It's too short to be, like, doing shit you don't want to do. Yeah, no, it think, is short. That is for it, sure. There's a bit of a crisis that comes with it, but you gotta stay calm, and stay positive, and 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 talk to your friends. That's been the most helpful thing to me. So
2: yeah. <laughs> thanks, for, yeah.
1: Thanks for calling us, McKinney. Cause,
3: oh, you know, no worries. I'm thankful nice to do
1: Hear from our friends, and haven't talked to you in a while. So,
3: um, thanks for having an adult adult conversation other than <laughs> my best.
2: <adult>, you know. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, riding her scooter in the neighborhood.
3: Yeah, she's trying to get on the board. Good, good, more and more. I got, I got her a little complete, so she's kind of down for that. She bombed a Dang. hill, which I was pretty hyped on.
2: <laughs> oh, nice,
3: big. Yeah, I was pretty stoked. She just, I basically just, she stood up, kind of bent her knees, and got in position. Yeah. And we're on this little hill and I just paced her and she just held her position. I just told her, bend your knees and stay still. And she ran the whole hill.
0: She yeah. went straight. I mean, it wasn't wow. huge,
3: but for, for someone, you know, that doesn't shave. Yeah, for a five year old. She's, kind of da- she's a daredevil. She's, yeah. she's, she's, scary. <laughs> she's scary. Uh, yeah, yeah. um,
1: for, uh, oh, I wanted to ask you, because cause you own your, your own small business with uh, Edison and, and a couple other things. But, like, how are you – what do you think about, like, what's happening for small businesses right now? Like, are you, are you feeling fortunate that you're not in that situation through all this?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation. Like, we're super fortunate, and NHS has done nothing but huge things to take care of us during this time. Um, I don't know. I'm a little bit of a believer in kind of fate and predestination. So I just really feel like I am where I'm supposed to be and that, that feels good and that feels safe. And, um, I don't know what I would be do if I was still doing Edison or if I was just doing Anthem by itself again, just, I feel really bad for all these small companies and small businesses that just can't function. You know, just, I don't, we've never gone through this as, as a you know, country, let alone the world. So knows what the other side even looks like. I mean, the restaurant industry too, right? Like any like service industry. I mean, you know, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure you guys are in that same boat. So it's just I guess I'm just basically thankful for, you know, where I am. That's for sure. <laughs> they've they've yeah. been nothing but um, amazing during the situation. So, and bending over backwards to help me out, like with my child. So
1: that's, that's been awesome. huge. What yeah. do you think's gonna happen with like skate
3: shops I think that the industry is going to rally to make sure skate shops are taken care of. The last thing we want, you know, as a company is, you know, the skate shops to go away. I mean, they're the backbone of our industry. Much as like, you know, these mall stores and stuff drive numbers without skate shops, there wouldn't be skaters. Mm-hmm. Just, I think that, the, you know, the industry is going to rally and really do whatever they can to make sure that these guys are okay. Whether that's, you know, eliminating debts or helping them get product in their store, or helping them push product, you know, whatever that is. Like I know us as a, as a company, like we're really pushing right now for people to be going into skate shops or ordering yeah. online from skate shops, you know, like if you go to our social media, we're like, we're pushing all the local stores right now. Like send us a shout out so we can push you on our Instagram. Yeah. That's a lot of reach. I mean, I mean someone like the Santa Cruz has a, a million followers. Like if you're a small skate shop and you need People to know you're there. Like we want to be a resource. Like, you know, we're here. We're open. Like, come and shop. So, I mean, I didn't even more. Yeah. I've only we've been in quarantine six weeks. I'm dying over here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are is NHS still shipping out products to shops?
3: Um, I believe we just. I don't know if we're shipping to stores per se, but I know that the Fun Factory, the web, is shipping currently. Oh, so cool. I actually ordered. I ordered some stuff myself from there. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um,
1: is your, uh, is the supply chain affected by this at all? Like, I don't know where NHS gets their materials and, and like raw, huge huge materials from. Cause I'm sure. Yeah.
3: Sure. Imports are are being held back. severely. Yeah. I mean, for us, like for what I do on the apparel side, I would say that, you know, 95% of my stuff is made in either China or Vietnam. So all the other, I mean, anything from China, they obviously went through all this previous to us. So yeah, everything was already in effect. They had you know coronavirus backed up against Chinese New Year, so factories for us were closed for months. So that oh, you man. know, on top of us getting it later, it's just affected everything tremendously. So all of our dates are pushed back. Mm-hmm. It's been quite a struggle. A lot of extra work trying to figure out how to get things yeah. here, and but. You know, it kind of is what it is. We, we just keep telling ourselves that everyone's going through this at the exact same time. So yeah, it's not like and you, it's not like we're the only company.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you were working with apparel. You usually are working on a season like a year even more out, right? Like you're probably working on for, fall 2021 20, or, or something yeah. like, I don't even know.
3: That's exactly right. Actually, I'm working on Fall 21 right now for all the yeah. brands, but I'm I'm designing it from home. So I just yeah. wrapped up like the conceptual stuff for Indy this last week, and then this week's concentrating on getting Santa Cruz wrapped up, and then the next week will be Creature. So does that mean
1: will that be affected? Like that stuff that's supposed to come out in Fall 21 is going to be pushed back to Fall 22 or Spring 22, or
3: do you think that'll have not- an effect on all this? It's not so much the season I'm working on now. It's the seasons that are, like, supposed to hit the stores coming up here. So, like, for us, um, basically all the skate the skate shops are buying holiday 20 right now. So the end of this mm-hmm. year, all the stuff would be delivering to the stores shortly. But all that stuff's yeah. getting pushed back because the stores, I'm sure all the stores financially are suffering. And then we have things that are delivering late. So there's, if that's the biggest clusterfuck is everything that's delivering to the stores now. That's going to be the next stuff in the stores. Mm-hmm. So, so those future seasons aren't aren't super bad, but definitely things are chaotic. I mean, it's a lot of extra work just trying to figure out how to make things run smoothly. But, you know, everyone's going through it, so kind of just is what it is. You just kind of put your head down. Yeah.
1: Please, Ruben. Ruben, did you have any uh, questions in that
3: realm?
2: Yeah. Um, I was going to say, uh, has there been any projection on when you'll be able to get back in the offices at NHS or is, is everything just going to be uh, closed down until further notice?
3: Yeah, they haven't really given us any dates yet. Which is funny is like other brands I've been hearing, like from friends I've been hearing May 15 a lot, <laughs> but I mean, you know, yeah. I think really it's going to be different from like state to state and county to county and, I know NHS is taking as much precautions as they can. We're super fortunate enough that, like, the majority of us are able to function from home with, like, you know, yeah. Zoom and Skype and everything like that. We can all be in touch, like, constantly. Mm-hmm. Um But, you know, the big ones for us is we still do in-house production on a lot of stuff. Like, these screen print probably, you know, I don't know, like, what percentage, but a pretty large percentage of our goods are still made right there at NHS. So, you know, those guys can't socially dis- be distant at work. So that's kind of all shut down right now. That's a big thing for us. Like, And, you know, without them, you know, those are types of people, like, that have to be there to actually accomplish their work. So that's really hard on us. work. You know, the most, a lot of us can just continue working from home. Although, it's a little, you know, the hours are crazier, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to print the shirts and
3: the boards and pack the boxes. And Totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just such a... a small percentage, right? like the guys yeah. in design and all that were such a small percentage compared to like the backbone of the companies like those dudes. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you know how many uh, employees work for NHS
3: by chance? Uh, yeah, I think we're right around
1: 150. Yeah. So, so that's one wow. of the biggest distribution companies, paper distribution companies in, in the whole industry. And there's, 100 people, which is like not that much to be like, yeah, like in the grand scheme of things, like a hundred people company, that's big for skateboarding, but for any other industry, like I think that's probably pretty small.
3: Yeah, definitely. But yeah, uh, that's crazy, man. Anything else, Rube?
1: You yeah. Um, yeah,
2: well, I was just going to ask, I mean, I mean, it's good that, like, I'm glad you're staying positive during this time. And, I mean, that's definitely all we can do and just be hopeful for when when things are going to return back to normal. But I was just going to ask, like, if there's any other words of wisdom or anything else you can offer for sticking out during this period.
3: Wow, that's a hard one for me. I'm, like, barely hanging on to my sanity, but (laughs) 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 that's okay. We all are. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty. Same, man. I'm, I mean, you guys know me. I'm pretty like talkative and social. So like, I really feed off even when I'm designing that like interaction at work. Mm-hmm. You know, the office interactions with all the fellow designers and the other artists. So that's definitely been different for me. Um, but words of wisdom is like, we're all going through this together, right? So everybody's experiences may be different, but you know, we all want the same outcome. So stay at home, so this thing can flatten and we can all come out of this. And if you don't think it's serious, like some of those people out there protesting are blowing my mind like it may not have direct contact with you but like read some of the stories and do your research like it's it's heavy stuff like that Josh Stewart thing like that really scared the shit out of me so I'm I'm just trying to remember that we're all going through this together wash your fucking hands and stay home that's it (laughs) stay
2: by yourself (laughs) good call no doubt have you I was gonna ask too I mean have you seen have there been people protesting in Santa Cruz at all (laughs) I can't imagine that there would be, but...
3: I haven't seen any, tell you the truth. Like, I rarely leave my house. Like, mostly for these six weeks, like, I stay here with my kid and just pull up. Cause I'm, she's asthmatic. So, since this is, like, a respiratory thing, I'm, like, super paranoid. Oh, yeah. I'm just, like, I, I, I can literally keep her in the house. It's a pretty big house. We can entertain ourselves, build forts, put up tents, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I've really just been trying to, like... I haven't left the house much. I haven't seen any protesters, though. Like, I can't imagine Santa Cruz, but who knows? You know, I mean, maybe the students are... uh, I can't imagine. I feel like this is the type of town, like, that really is going to abide by it. And when I do go out, like, it seems that everybody's, like, wearing masks or keeping their distance. And, I mean, even getting an oil change today was, like, a weird experience because you stay in the car, (laughs) like, hold your phone out the window with Apple Pay, so you don't have to touch anything. Like, it's this whole, you know... It's a different way that we're dealing with the world. It's crazy.
2: Yeah,
3: I know. I the protesting blows my mind. Like
1: that blows my mind. I don't know. It's <laughs> it makes no sense <laughs> to me. I'm not like a. I, I wouldn't say I'm like the most like aware person, but I know that that is stupid. Um, <laughs> but I don't know.
3: So, yeah. When they're, when they're comparing yeah, this yeah. to slavery, I can't even comprehend it. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like uh, you've been in your house yeah. for six weeks with delivery food and Netflix, like this is <laughs> slavery.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a break. You, yeah, and you got a free twelve hundred dollar check. I don't know. Like I know everybody's situation is different. I'm sure some people out there have like some really fucked up shit because of all this, but I don't know. But the 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 answer is not to get in a big group of people and complain about
2: it. No, I mean that's yeah, I mean, exactly what... what they're saying not to do right now. <laughs> and that's what I get is like, how come they don't get arrested? Like, aren't you not supposed to be congregating in groups of ten or more? Like, I, that's that's also yeah. what I don't understand. Like, but
1: then you have the right to do that too. Like it's in the Constitution. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's
3: like yeah, it's just crazy. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> this, ha- yeah. this didn't happen. This didn't happen in other countries. It has only happened here, right? Like other countries pr- are not protesting in the streets. I mean, I'm not hooked into the
1: news, but i from what I'm aware of, I, I've only seen it in America.
3: Yeah, same. I feel like the other the rest of the world just laughs at us. Between this and Trump, they're just laughing at us. Like, what is well, going yeah. on over there?
1: dude you know we we did a a phone call with marius and he's in helsinki uh Finland and he's just like yeah dude you like it's chilling you know like we've got all these supplies saved up from like the cold war and they gave it to the hospitals and everybody else is just kind of chilling and we're still going outside but we're staying a little bit further away from each other It's like yeah that's it it's all it takes
3: Oh, leave it to the Americans. Just blow it,
1: fuck it up. Okay. Well, our president is telling people to inject disinfection, and
3: <laughs> it's kind of starts at the top. Yeah,
2: I wonder what
3: the I wonder what the history books are going to be like. You know, what I mean? like what's, what's going to be what's going to be written about this time period? Like, what's it? what you know, when kids are learning about this time? Like my kid, like in school, what are they going to say about this time? It's going to be so weird. It's like a movie yeah. script. I I know right I think about like
1: uh, like if I have kids you know when, and they go to school and learn about it and one day they come up and they're like dad what were you doing in quarantine in 2020 and I'm like I was fucking slapping in curves dude
3: <laughs> so, so they'll be able to check
1: your Instagram
3: right yeah <laughs> you'll have know, a record guys. of it now yeah, it's yeah. nowadays.
1: Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. man. Man, that's funny. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, oh one uh, we could start wrapping this up, but I wanted to ask if, uh, we would ever see a return of
3: amp and skateboard. Oh, man, I don't know. I wish. That was, what, what sucked is that I finally started to get it going and I felt like it was kind of picking up some momentum and then. Just this job kind of had to sidetrack track, and it's not that NHS asked me to stop doing it because they never asked me that. Mm-hmm. I just they, know, they like know about it, it when they, they hired, hired you? you. I think they did because well, I mean they knew about they knew about the board brand, but there was board in there that was like a direct rip off of an NHS graphic. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that <laughs> and I, I, ever Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that like they can be quite litigious when it comes to copying their stuff, so. Yeah, I ended up having to like take down all images of that and just, I don't know. I just felt like it was a conflict of interest, but they never actually pushed me to stop doing it. But if I could bring it back, I would absolutely love to. Yeah. I mean, and what's better than making boards and giving them to your friends? Yeah, exactly. And you, uh, Best. I mean,
1: running a board company is not like a very profitable endeavor. So <laughs> it's, you got to get yourself situated before you can kind of like, do that for fun and put money into it. Totally. So, uh, maybe maybe you'll sell it to NHS one day and there'll be <laughs> Anthem skateboards for everybody. Yes. That'd be pretty amazing. No, I do. I did really like those boards and I enjoyed riding them, and supporting you. And it, it probably not. I loved it. Weird, because like our, a lot of your following is in San Diego, so it might have. Did it feel weird if you were gonna be in Santa Cruz and oh, all a lot of the dudes are riding your boards were in San
3: Diego? Yeah, I mean it kinda evolved almost out of necessity in San Diego, right? It was like it, it was a mm-hmm. San Diego brand. It would have been hard to like move that and even just my you know, my hookups of getting the printing done to buying the boards, like all that came through like connections in San Diego, which I don't have here. Yeah. But really I don't even I don't even think there are any like wood factories that are close. Because I think Deluxe makes everything down south, too. That was the thing, too. Like, I could literally, because I was working at Brixton and then doing anthems, so I could literally drive down the street and pick up boards from Generator. Like, it was five minutes away, and then I could get them screened, you know, like, with Juan and Squeegee, and it was all such a good connection. I mean, originally, we were doing it all at Watson, but that kind of fell through. So, moving it over and having those guys do it, which was great. I didn't know Juan printed some of those boards. That's dope. Yeah so Juan printed all the last graphics. So what ended up happening is I got, I bought this attachment that able enables it to hook onto a standard like manual screen print machine that help you register Mm -hmm. boards. And I just actually gifted that to Juan. Well, not gifted to him. basically traded them for the late, the labor and printing it. So, yeah, Um, Joe was really, Joe was getting really involved in that in the end. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So he helped, but he helped buy a lot of that equipment and kind of get, we were getting a whole, like a little press, Set up at his house, but Mm -hmm. we were just having trouble with like registration. We weren't really experienced, so we just thought we'd let Juan do it. Yeah, I I really want wish I had an area to do my
1: own screen printing because you can do that yourself and save a ton of money.
3: Yeah, I mean that was kind of the only way we were able to like give it to a shop at like a decent wholesale and still make our money, especially in the beginning when Artie was involved because Artie just printed all the boards himself. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, and was he got us a discount stuff, yeah. at Boston.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: it was, that's the only way we'd do it. So once he left the picture, it was like it was definitely not a financial. But like, <laughs> It wasn't a money make. It, at that point, we were losing money. But it was just one of those things where, like, you can choose to do whatever you want with your, like, you know, your your money. So I would just budget a little bit so that every, you know, a couple of months that I could do a run of boards. Yeah. You still have the Instagram
1: up, though, right? And i assuming you own, like, some sort of business license or trademark for it or
3: something yeah yeah I mean all that stuff not that it's in use or anything I I think it it is actually still up yeah I still see like things and people liking it in Facebook I don't really it's not super active obviously so
1: yeah well maybe we can bring it back just for a run of shieldless collab boards
2: yeah lend
1: lend, lend us the name yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe,
2: maybe we can do something for Shaka's Day because I don't know about you guys, but uh, if, that's, if that is going to happen, you know, at the scheduled time of year for this year, one, I can't wait to see you guys, and two, it would be epic to try and put something together for the event.
1: That would be oh, for really sure, down. I would, I'd be down to money down on that. Man, I don't give a sh- like, what's going on? I'm skating, the first Saturday of October, I will be skating Shocker's
3: Park. <laughs> that is-
2: I'm,
3: look- I'm looking
1: <laughs>
2: right now
3: to tell you what the date's going to be. It's going to probably be
2: October
3: hope- 11th this year.
1: Would all this shit better be fucking squashed by then, because we are shredding for Shocker's as always.
3: Yep. We're all going to have We're our Zoom's the day. On. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, so I'm thinking sick. it's gonna be yeah, eleven, eleven, no, ten, eleven, twenty. Word. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll, look forward. I'll for let that. you guys know it's yeah, as we get like permits and stuff working. But I always try to do it the closest to the day that he passed. Yeah. Like the closest weekend To that.
2: Uh, <laughs>
1: Word. I thought it was just like the first Saturday of October
3: usually. Yeah, this the first it would be the third, so I think we'll probably do it on the tenth.
1: That makes sense. Just, yeah, that's always yeah. an awesome see, event.
3: Yeah, I definitely yeah. It, it it feels a little bit different now because this was the first year I traveled to it, and oh, it felt yeah. more a little a little bit different. But you know, it's one of those things like even planning it from here, it goes so well because everybody's so excited to get involved in it. I mean, the stickers you guys did turn out amazing this year too. So I'm stoked! I actually have one of those. On my monitor Oh sick uh, Yeah man yeah. Saved it
1: stoked. Shout out Scooter For drawing that up For us Yep That was rad mate Hopefully we can do Something like that again This year Yeah
2: Kind of
3: thinking that Since Scooter Draw that Drew that I might have mm-hmm. him Tattooed on me Because I don't have A Shockey tattoo yet Oh Yeah it was, like, That's right such now. a Yeah that's a perfect one For like the wrist Or the forearms I think I huh. I
1: know, I was like, can you do like a board with a curve and a, <laughs> and a beer? And he was like, yeah, nailed it. So, no problem. Yeah. That's perfectly shockish right there. <laughs> yeah. That'd sick. Well, Freeman,
3: Um, any, any last words or shout outs you want to throw out there? Everybody stay safe. Skate when you can. Keep your sanity. Um, really wash your hands. <laughs> it's crazy. Word. It's crazy times out there right now. But sure, you know, sure. be thankful. Try to try to remember all the things that you're thankful for. That's one thing that uh, we do in our in our weekly meetings at work is like we go through and say the things we're thankful for. It really like resets and and makes you put things into perspective. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm I'm, I'm thankful for a lot of things for you guys as friends and that everybody's healthy and and for skateboarding in general. So. Yeah.
1: Well Same yeah. There. I'm I'm grateful too. Thank thank you for doing this and catching up with us.
2: Yeah, man. Oh, no I'm Thankful for a quarantine call bringing us all together, dude. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Thank, thank you guys for having me. I
3: appreciate it. Yes, sir.
0: well that's a wrap on another episode of quarantine call with shieldless mag we hope you enjoyed the episode and if you do make sure to share it on instagram and tag at shieldless mag if you want to get your hands on some quarantine call stickers just dm us your address and we'll send them out to you for free if you enjoy the beat that's playing right now it's made by our friend nos 2.0 you can find a link to his music on spotify in the description we hope you're staying safe and staying positive see you next time We just going to find these little marks and smoke em. Shit ain't that hard. As long as it ain't no crowd. Look, I'm not killing no kids on no old folks, all right? <laughs>